listening to the Salt and Light podcast. We hope you're encouraged by today's message. Thank you for joining. Last week, we were talking about the importance of speaking Jesus over any situation. We heard that there was this Roman soldier that said, if you only say the word, everything will change. You know, I believe there's something that shifts in our lives when we stop being hearers of the word and start being doers of the word. You know how I know I'm a doer? I stop doing this and I start doing this. I'm a doer of the word. When I look for somebody that I can help, I don't just criticize the person that needs help. I know I'm a doer of the word. When everything I do, it becomes worship, even washing the dishes. And when we start walking in what the word of God says, Jesus starts giving us a new form of life. I want you to look at the person next to you and tell them, God has new today. Come on, tell them, God has new today. God has something new for you today. In Genesis chapter 1, verses 1, 2, and 3, Scripture starts this way. And it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning. The earth was, was without form. And it was void, it had chaos, and it was empty. And darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. Then God said, let there be light. And John, Scripture says that he is the Word, and the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, talking about the verb, the spoken Word of God. So when Jesus comes into any place, light comes in and everything changes. Somebody say with me, let there be light. Could you close your eyes with me? Let's pray. God, I thank you that you call us into a life of redemption, not only of forgiveness, but also of transformation. I think you would call us into a place where we can walk in freedom in your peace, And I pray, Lord, that in any places in our lives where there's lack of peace, you would give us your Holy Spirit, even right now, and take away anything that's not you. Thank you for the freedom we have. In Jesus' name, we all say, amen. Several years ago, our whole family went to a water park. We were having an amazing time. My mom doesn't know how to swim. She was mainly taking pictures. It was back in the day when you used those cameras that you had to roll. How many of you remember using those? Hey, church, it wasn't that long ago. It feels like it was a long time ago. And she was doing these things, and then the, grand, the grandkids came to her and said, Grandma, would you get on this ride with us? And she said, I don't know how to swim. I'm sorry. Said, oh, listen, you are not going to go into a deep end. This is a right that when you get there, all you have to do is stand up. So she's like, okay, I'll do it for the kids. It's going to be a good time. And I look at my dad and I go, I don't think it's a good idea. But just so that we can make sure we capture the moment, let's take the camera, we remember the camera, and go to the other side. It was actually a smaller one, just to see her smile. They go up, they waited like 30 minutes, you know, we're eating over there sandia and having all this good time. And, and as we're waiting, she's coming down and I could hear her. La sangre! 
she starts screaming, ah, ah, as the kids, you know, are having, and when they get to the bottom, we're right there, we're recording, she gets out, and the, 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 the tire flips, I'm drowning, I'm drowning, and being like that, you know, obviously as good family members, what do we do? <laughs> Zoom in! After like 10 minutes, no, no, just kidding. After like 30 seconds that she's going like this, my dad goes, Marlene, parate, stand up. And she's like, ah! Can I tell you in our lives, many times there are situations that we feel we're drowning and we forget that we're standing on the rock that we're not standing on our own, on, on our own understanding, on our own wisdom. Jesus said, in this world, look at me. He said, in this world, you will have problems. He says, but be of good cheer. Somebody smile. Be of good cheer. Smile. I have overcome the world. So you're standing on me. You're going to win. But some of us, we go through situations and we, we, don't, we, don't, know how to, we don't know how to listen and the situation looks so real and the, and the problem is so overwhelming that we start drowning on something that he's already got. In Mark chapter 4, there's a story that I want us to study today. Mark chapter 4, verse 35 through 41. If you're ready for the word, say with me, oh yeah. yeah. Verse 35 says, on the same day, this is Jesus speaking. When evening had come, he said to them, let us cross over. Hmm. Come on. I want you to get this in your spirit. Let us cross over to the other side. Don't stay there anymore. Let's go to the other side. Now, when they had left the multitude, when they took him along in the boat as he was, and other little boats were also with him, and a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat on the boat so that it was already failing. But he was in the stern. He was failing, but, it, but it, he was in the stern asleep on a what? pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Where are my real people in the house that have been there? Why are you sleeping on this, God? Do you not care? Say with me, do you not care? <laughs> Don't we feel like this sometimes? Do you not care that we're perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind. And said to the sea, listen, and said to the sea, peace, be still. Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was great calm. There was a great calm. But he said to them, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Why are you afraid? Have you forgotten what I've done in your life before? Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, listen to what they say. Who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? Can I present to you today that the real problem was not the wind, the real problem was that they didn't know who Jesus was? Who can this be, this be 
that the sea and the wind obey him. They've been with him. They've seen what God does. They've seen his faithfulness. We've seen his goodness. We've seen his mercy. And we forget who he is. They're in this place. They're in the middle of the storm. And Jesus is sleeping. And we think, when are you going to change the situation? I want you to change this yesterday. And we start moving our arms. Come on. I'm drowning. And Jesus is asleep. And I believe many times the reason we don't walk into what God has into our lives is because instead of us waking up Jesus, we try to do things on our own. Are you ready for this? I said, are you ready for this? How can I change the situation? How, how can, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell them what they need to change. And many times God is wanting to change you. I know God brought you to this place. I know God brought me to this place. You know how I know this? You wouldn't have chosen this place. I wouldn't have chosen this place. I know God brought your husband. God brought your wife. I know. Come on, look at me. He wasn't your type. She wasn't your type. I'm preaching now. Come on, let's get. But God uses the things that are completely opposite of what we're expecting so that we can grow into what he has for us. And then a situation in the storm, we start seeing, I want you to get this in your spirit today. We start seeing the problem bigger than our God. But our God is bigger than the problem. I said, our God is bigger than the problem. Somebody say with me, stand up. So Jesus is there and they say, listen, don't you see that we're perishing? Don't you see all these problems are happening? Don't you see the storm? Don't you see what's happening in my life? Jesus is asleep, but he's with you. All the t- I believe that today many of us forget that Jesus said, I will never leave you alone. And because we don't see him acting, we think that his, his uh, demeanor as a patient and loving God means that he doesn't love us. But the Bible says that it's because of his mercy and it's because of his love that he has not consumed us. That he has not come in to destroy us. Oh. And the storm is to build us not to destroy us. Jesus, wake up. Don't you see what's happening? Don't you see the situation in my life? Don't you see the storm in my life? And Jesus stands up. Say with me, stand up. Now let me just put it to you this way so you can take this in your spirit. When Jesus stands up, everything else has to bow down. I said when Jesus stands up, everything else has to come before and bow down and kneel down and if I was introducing Jesus, I would do it something like this. I just want you to see what happens when Jesus stands up. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the greatest show in history. His name is the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end. Nothing is above him. Nothing is out of his control. When he spoke, everything was created. He came in and changed history. Not only did he change history, he is history. And if you can walk today into a new place, let me show you new. His name is Jesus. Not only did he change my life, he can change yours too. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Let me introduce you to him that came and died so that you can have a new life. Can I show you somebody that came in and said, I will not leave you there. You will not finish there. Let me introduce you to the person that said, I came to this world so that you can have better. 
and he's coming back. <laughs> he's coming back! He's coming back! Somebody say with me, come back! Can I tell you he can come back right now in the situation that you're going to? When you go and you say, Lord, this situation, I don't know, I'm overwhelmed by it. I don't know how to change this. My son continues. My daughter continues. This situation at work, God, I'm overwhelmed by this. When you go and you say, God, but I bring it to you. When you see who he is. The Bible says they did not know who he was. Now he says two words. Say with me, peace, be still. The word peace, the translation there literally means freed from war. Shalom. Freed, and I, and I pray shalom over Israel. Shalom over our country, shalom. I want you to understand this, shalom, peace. Rescued from war. Who are my real people today that have been in war? Have been in war. And you're like, man, I, I want this to finish, but I don't know. I, I believe some of you are going to be free today. Even the last couple of nights, you, you felt this oppression, even like heat in the back of your, of your head. Started having your, your heart race, and you're like, why am I thinking that there's a war? In fact, I, I want to pray for that person right now that felt like they were going to pass out, that couldn't breathe. The Holy Spirit just brings me back to this because I feel there's several of you have been struggling with this. And you're like, I'm ready to rest, but I don't have rest. I don't have peace. Church, would you close your eyes with me? If that's you, would you raise your hand? I just, I, I just want to I, I speak Jesus over that. Come on, raise your hand up high. Leaders that are here, get close. Keep your eyes up. Keep your, eyes, uh, your hand up. We're family here today, and we're praying we don't, just, we don't just come to church. We are the church. So right now, in the name of Jesus, God, I pray for my brother that has been struggling with this. God, I pray for my brother that, that has not been able to, to rest. And I pray right now in the name of Jesus. I pray right now in the name of Jesus. Shalom. Shalom. Even right now, even right now, the peace of God overcomes your fear. Why are you afraid? The God that gave his son for you, will he not give you everything else you need? God, I speak today. Jesus, be Lord of our minds. Be Lord of our hearts. Jesus, your peace over us. Somebody shout amen. Come on, let's give a hand to the Lord. I just feel there's one release right now on several things in our life where we've been walking in this war. And I want to remind you, I, I know it's real. I'm not telling you it's not real. What I, what I want you to see is that when Jesus speaks, everything else has to be quiet. But I have to learn something. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. I want to give you some tools today that you can use tomorrow, that you can use after service. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue, if there's anything worthy to celebrate, and if there's anything praiseworthy... Meditate. Say with me, meditate. What does it mean to meditate? Is that what it means to meditate? What does it mean to meditate? Keep thinking. Memorize scripture. Come on. Stay in it. Take it, take, don't, don't, let it don't let it be in control. You take it to him who's in control over all things.
So as you're, as you're fighting this and you're going, I want you to see, Jesus sees this storm in your life, in our life, it says peace, freed from war, completely. So this, thing, this situation I'm going through, I'm, I'm walking and, and I'm thinking about the, the, have to, having to pay the bills. I'm thinking about how, how is this gonna change? I'm thinking, oh man, she's not again. Oh, what people are speaking, what people are saying, how, what's the next move I have to make? The Bible says, listen to this, Isaiah, it says, it says in Isaiah chapter 26, verse three, you will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind, whose what? Hmm. Stayed on you, because he trusts in you. You know how your mind can stay on him? By trusting in him. Uh, but I don't know if I want to go through the storm. I don't know if I want to go through a situation. How can I change? How can I shift? Uh, you know, I'm drowning. I'm drowning, and, and as I'm seeing this, and I don't know how to swim. And Jesus says, I know you don't know how to swim. That's the reason I'm your lifesaver. <laughs> I know you're going through that situation, and you don't have to have it all together. You need to know that I can get you all. Hmm. I want you to know that when the world was empty and void, he spoke wholeness into it. Let there be light. And as you were fighting this weekend, maybe right now, as you're call, I just want you to remember today, take this in your spirit, shalom, peace, peace. In Matthew and Mark 4, 39 through 40, as we go back to the story, it says, he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace, be still. Be still, exclamation point. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. You've gone to the counselor a couple of times. Have her look at me. Have her look at me. Yes. You've gone to a counselor a couple of times. You've gone to people a couple of times. Jesus comes. Jesus comes. Hear the name of me. I don't know if that means anything to you, but there's something in your heart that Jesus wants to speak into. And there was calmness. I believe that comes into your life when you say, God, I believe. But he said, who are you, Lord? Who are you? But he said to them, why are you so fearful? And how is that you have no faith? Why are you so afraid? Come on, where are my people that can be honest and say, I'm afraid? I think sometimes we struggle with this because we think, oh, God, doesn't, God wants me to have it all together. No, no. He knows you're afraid. I'm afraid of, of you know, I was afraid of becoming a parent. And then when they, they, when, when they came out, I was even more afraid. Some of you are afraid of getting married and you're 40. Ah. Uh, preach, pastor, so I can get him out of the house. Preach, pastor. And the reason we're afraid is because our expectation or our comparison is to the negative. Uh, but when you see a couple that's actually happy that, and you see somebody that's actually been good, uh, do not put your expectation on your parents or on what your people around you have done. You will have better. You'll have Jesus. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said, you'll have Jesus. And when, he, and when he stands up, he says, rise. He rises. He says, peace. I know that divorce hurts you, but peace. Be still. Be still. The translation in the Greek, it, what it means is to 
put a muzzle on it. Hmm. How many of your neighbors or some of you have too many dogs? How many of you have neighbors that just like, and, and, they're, and, and those, those, those dogs that just can't be quiet? Come on. How many of you like want to get up at 2, 3 in the morning and it's like, not with a real gun, just with a BB gun. My, my aunt used to have this dog that, man, and I don't know why they would have them inside. I, I, love, I love my dogs, but I don't know about having my dogs inside. Don't, don't, don't judge me. Don't judge me. It just, this is just me. It's okay. I know you love your dogs, and you know some of you a little too much. Hmm. I'll just leave it there because I can get in trouble. And, and she, had this, she, had, she had this dog. It was a huge dog. It wasn't a small, it was a huge dog. We all had to go in and be like, uh, you know? But that dog will, will bark, and he'll bark ugly. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever heard of uh, an ugly bark? <laughs> you try to get <laughs> Man, el chupacabras or something. Halloween every day. <laughs> and I said, um, Tia, what can we do so that, you know, he doesn't scare the kids? She says, let me, let me put his, his muscle on, it, on him. Hmm. What? You've had this all this time and you haven't used it? I only use it at night. There's times that we got to learn to put a muzzle on things. Jesus says, peace, be still. Say with me, be still. What he's saying is, come under my authority. You don't have power over me. Oh, you're not ready for this today. I'm going to put a muzzle on what people are saying. Just because it's your emergency doesn't mean it's my emergency. Just because you need it to happen doesn't mean it's my priority. I'm preaching now. I want to set you free, free from war. The thing is that God already set you free, and you keep going to the war zone. You keep going to the relationship. You keep going to those things. Muzzle it down. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 and 5. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. I don't know why I keep falling on the same temptation, because you're not using your weapons. Casting down, this is what you're casting down, Arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Well, I don't know if I believe in God. Casting down every argument and every high. Well, I think I can do it by myself. This storm, I can make it happen. I think that this is what's best. Casting down every, this is how you have peace. If you want peace in your life, you got to stop doing things your own way. You got to say, Jesus, you be Lord over this. You speak over this. Anything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every what? Come on, wake up. Bringing every what? Thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Muzzle it down. Muzzle it down. Oh, man. But what if, what if, what if I lose my job, Pastor? What if you get a promotion? Taking... What if God takes them away? What if we bring someone better? Peace. 
be still. After 30 seconds of zooming in and laughing for a little bit, my dad goes, Levántate. Come on, I need you to tell the person next to you, come on, tell them, stand up. Come on, like you mean it, say stand up. You don't have anybody in front of next to you, look at me, stand up. Me ahogo, mis hijos, la sangre de Cristo. And I want you to get this, in times of crisis and storms, out of the abundance of our heart, the mouth speaks. Oh. So when you get the word of God into your life, and you start studying it and memorizing, meditate on who he is, and you take your thoughts captive. What does it mean to take them captive? It means they don't have you captive anymore. Uh, people say, well, pastor, it's because, I don't know, I, I might regret it. And I say, I tell you, I, t- I tell him this all the time. I might, he said, I, re- I might regret if I give my life to Jesus too soon or too, I'm too young. So I want to party. And I said, no, no, you'll regret not giving your life to Jesus sooner. Because what happens is that we fight with this idea uh, that God, and because we don't know who God is, that God wants to subtract in our lives, and all he wants is to bring addition and multiplication. They see what Jesus says, peace be still, and they say, who is this? Who is this? And Isaiah 54, 17 says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And I want you taking every thought, and taking every, it says, and every tongue, this is what you have to be careful with. Every tongue, including your own, every voice which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. How does that look like in the real world? Look at me, please. I feel anxious. I feel sadness. I'm overwhelmed with the situation. I take this. Jesus, you already paid for it in the cross. And I say it out loud because it says every tongue. And no weapon for him against me shall prosper. That's too easy, pastor. It's not easy. It's war. But he says, peace, I'm freed from war. Be still, muscle down. This is a heritage of the servants of the Lord, those that surrender, that are servants. And the righteousness is from me, says the Lord. But what if she does it again? What if he does it again? What if, what if we're not able to make it again? It's because you don't know, Pastor, 20 years ago, Jesus paid for it already, and I need you to get up. Say with me, stand up. You feel like you're drowning, and you have to stand on what he said. And when we do so and we start walking in his truth, then everything else has to bow down in the name of Jesus. But they said, who is this? Who is this? He's the beginning and he's the end. And he always finishes what he starts. And if it's not good, look at me, it's not God. Oh, you're not ready. Every good and perfect gift, every good and perfect gift comes from above. Not some of them, how many? Every good. The thing is we don't know who God is. So we expect a God that's gonna hurt us, that's gonna punish us. And we blame, for, we blame God for things that people do or worse, for things that we do. It was your decision. Repent and move forward. To repent is to say, I'm no longer going to be there. I'm going to do what he tells me to do. And he comes and speaks and he says, peace. Be still. No one can speak against what God has done. In Matthew chapter 16, so you can get this. Same thing happens with disciples. It's a recruiting theme. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Listen to Jesus talking this to you. Who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ. You are the Messiah. He's the first one to recognize. You are the one that can save me, the son of the living God. I need somebody to help me. You're the one that's been on the boat that came to this world. 
that's been there past my conscious, even my subconscious. Hmm. That's for somebody today has been fighting with your reasoning. Past that, there's, there's something that brings into a, a reality beyond what you see, it's called faith. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven, let there be light. And I also say to you that you are Peter, now that you know who I am, I'm gonna tell you who you are. And on this rock, Peter means rock, I will build my church. And not only will, will Hades or hell not be able to hurt you, but the gates of hate, Hades, when you step into hell, <laughs> the gate of hate should not prevail against you. Not only is what got, what's going to come against you, but it's when you're on the boat, somebody say with me, to the other side. And you're stepping into new. You're stepping in this. That's the reason there's been a warfare because you're going into a new place. You actually want to start loving your family and your kids well. So now there's warfare. Oh, maybe I should just one more time do this. <laughs> but the gates of Haiti should not prevail. You'll be afraid to walk through. But what if they stop ha hanging out with? But if I what if I lose? You will not lose. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So we lose the angels of the Lord and the peace of God. And we bind every doubt. And we bind every fear. And we bind everything that the enemy wants to use to rob us of the destiny that God has promised us. And we walk in this place where Jesus stands up and says, peace. Now look at me, please. I don't want you to... Misunderstand this. It's not you standing up. Jesus stands up. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go. Peace. I'll fight for you. If you truly surrender your heart to me, if you truly start following me, I'll free you from that war. Be still muscle down that bark <laughs> and you won't have to fight I'm putting a muscle in it whoever's been speaking against you will have to say sorry soon and that relationship in your family that's been broken for years they're going to call back and say you were right because everything has to bow down because you did it for the glory of his name not to be right but to bring glory to his name and everything has to bow down. Oh, but they don't want to talk to me no more, Pastor. And, and it hurts me because they're my kids. I know. But Jesus is Lord. Peace. And even right now, hearts are turning. Because the, the word of God will not come void. And when there was a void, he speaks fullness. And I speak fullness right now. For some of you that have been praying for your son, if that's you... For your son, your daughter, put your hand on your heart. I feel some parents here. And God, I pray you'll turn the hearts of our children to you. Bring the prodigals back. Bring them to a place of worship where they recognize you and when they're free. Some of you had, you had a son that will worship in, in kids' ministry and he has a voice to praise. God, I pray that that will be awakened again. That will be awakened again. 
not only to, to sing praises to you, but even to preach your word. I call that promise in the name of Jesus into fruition. I speak Jesus. I speak the word that takes all darkness away. Somebody say with me, Jesus. Will you stand with me today? My purpose today was to give you keys as you're in the middle of the storm to remember that you're not alone. That if you take your thoughts captive, how? By making Jesus Lord. You don't have to be right all the time. You have to be obedient to Jesus. But I don't want to do this, but he's telling you to do this. But I don't want to forget, but he's telling you to. But I don't want to give, he's telling you to. But I don't want to move forward. And I have something better on the other side. With your eyes closed. If today you're here and it's been a season of storm. You're like, when is this going to finish? Nobody knows this. You haven't even told your wife. You haven't told anybody. But you've been struggling with depression, with anxiety, with fear. I want to remind you today that Jesus is in the boat with you. He came to this world to give his life for you. The Bible says, he that did not withheld his son, but gave him as a ransom for your sins, to pay your sins. How will he not help you or give you everything you need? So if you're here today, maybe you don't know who he is. I presented him to you today. Would you be willing to say, Jesus, stand up in my life and guide me? If you'll be willing to do that, would you raise your hand where you are? Today you say, I'm willing to do that. <laughs> I've been fighting, I've been trying to do things my way. I want to follow this Bible thing and this church thing, but I'm not sure if I'm ready. Today you say, I'm, I'm going all in. Today you say, I'm ready. I, I don't want to just, I want full peace, not half peace. With your hand raised. Church, I want us to pray this together. Would you say with me? God, I'm raising my hand in faith. Thank you for loving me. Jesus, be Lord of my thoughts, of my family, of my dreams. I'm sorry for doing things my way. Today, October 29th, I give you my life fully in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. Thank you for listening. Stay connected through our social media and remember, we are family.